0: So, maybe the first question comes, uh, a student can ask you about what this topology and shape is. How you define the topology and the shape of a robot or material. If you can tell us about what the definition of topology and shape
1: Well, I think it's the easiest thing is to start one step before that, actually. So, within structural optimization, we operate with three distinct classes. The first being size optimization. So, you already mm-hmm. have a design with a fixed topology, I mean, the layout is given, and you simply change the size of each member to improve the performance of something. So, this, of course, requires that you already know how a functional component should look before you can start. So, moving one step further from that is shape optimization. So, again, we fixed the topology. We, again, have a good idea of how the the design should look to operate in a given way. But now we allow the design to change, meaning that if you had a cylindrical rod before it can now turn into an hourglass shaped rod which could if if everything is working as it's supposed improve the performance but again it requires that you have knowledge about the the, the design layout that gives you a certain performance mm-hmm. topology optimization is the you could I think one of my old supervisors called it the art of where to place the holes so here you don't start with any design, you don't only start with a problem definition, meaning if you think yeah, it could be anything, but if you want to design a hanger, you have a wall where you want to attach some material to, and you have some loaded area somewhere in space. You then want to figure out what is, the, for example, the stiffest construction you can make there. And here, mm-hmm. in topology optimization, the question is, every point in space, so in a continuous setting, you want to know, should there be material or should there not be material? So you can think of this in 2D as you make a a pixel picture of what you want, a bitmap, and then each pixel in this image is then asked whether or not it wants to be material. And then through an iterative process, which always ends in nice movies, you can see a structure emerging. And that could be comprised of holes in places you would never have thought of them, and uh, uh, connecting arms in, again, ways you could not have imagined Mm -hmm. yourself. And then the topology will simply come out. So, to wrap it all around, meaning that you use topology optimization to get ideas about constructions or structures. Once you have them, you can then actually take that result and do further shape or size optimization on it to to ensure that uh, both production requirements are met and also that the the functionality is... uh, Or you can get it back to the CAD system and model the functionality there.
0: That's wonderful. And I would like to stop again at this point because you mentioned, I think, two important aspects. The first one about understanding what you want to design. Do you think maybe modeling it plays a significant role how you can uh, design a certain system based on understanding the physics of the material, uh, or maybe also the other side, of how you can get an inspiration to design. So, how you can combine both of them in getting a certain topology, or it can be make a guess. And I think in your work, you, you start about making guesses firstly, and then you can um, make sure what, what, what truth could be significant for your solving the problem or the desired design which level as, as well, because uh, if you want to design complex material for some robotics, <laughs> maybe, I don't know how, how you can figure out these parameters that could be really significant in the topology optimization. I think that's also challenging, how you can figure out what could be significant parameter of the morphology as well.
1: Well, so, I mean, basically when you start doing optimization, being a, a material design problem or a structural design problem, you, you are bound by the physics that you're modeling, and more importantly, you are very much restricted by the quality of the numerical model you have set up. This basically means, and this is actually one of the shortcomings with these design methods, but it means that if there are any flaws in your physical model, I mean you might be able to have a very nice working model that can capture physics of pre-existing features, I pre-existing structures. But if you allow an optimization algorithm to start changing the size and the shape, if there is some problem in your numerical model, that allows it to cheat physics it will do so yeah. and this is i would i would call this one of the shortcomings with our with the methods that i'm working with because this means that you really need to know what you're doing before you or before you can get meaningful results i mean basically mm-hmm. when you when you have a numerical model that is supposed to be able to predict the real world it might be able to predict it but it might also be able to do give you incorrect answers And an optimization algorithm will always be able to find that and basically use it against you to arrive at non-physics. So with respect to the modeling, you really need to know what's going on before you start doing any optimization.